Hello. Thank you for joining us on Live, Learn, Love, Lead, a podcast of Bethel Christian Church in Warren, Michigan. Our mission is to live in the power of Christ, learn to become like Christ, love as the family of Christ, and to lead others to Christ. This year, our aim is to grow in these four L's. Listen for this week's thoughts. Welcome to Live, Learn, Love, Lead, the weekly podcast of Bethel Christian Church. I'm Daniel. Hi, this is Danielle, and happy Easter week to you. We are so thankful we get to celebrate the resurrection of a God who is alive, not a statue who is mute or deaf or stone. He's alive. And so thanks for joining us today as we reflect on, on that truth. And the message being from Sunday, courageous truth in in the the significance and the importance of the resurrection. Yeah, yeah, that's so, good. Mm-hmm. So, our steps narration. I'm gonna narrate to us some of the things that you heard. Yeah, his two main points was first, a life that does not embrace the resurrection is a life of vanity. And kind of what encompasses that. And then the second one is a life that does embrace it is a life of victory. And drawing the parallels between that. And then again, pointing back to his analogy of the three-legged stool being uh, creation, salvation, and resurrection. Those three things are what holds up our ability to to walk in victory when we do embrace um that that Christian faith. And I, I just really appreciated how he, he talked about vanity and he really expounded on that a lot. And I really encourage you guys to, if you haven't had a chance to, to listen to that message because he, he talked about it and how I believe it's Paul that says, how miserable are we if, if we, if we believe in this, it's not really a thing. It's like, but this is the truth. Because walking walking out a, a life following Christ um, and it being empty would be a most miserable thing. But we can walk in victory because it is a true history. It is a true thing. It is the truth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so good. And, and it's a very significant third leg of that stool mm-hmm. um like you said it's first corinthians fifteen nineteen, um and if we have hope in christ only for this life we uh we are the most miserable people in the world because he's saying if he's you know he's going on to say then the next verse he says but the fact is that christ has been raised from the dead mm-hmm. um and so he's just talking about the importance of it and it's not just something that we sing on Easter Sunday is not just we hang up a cross and say he is risen. It's not another feast or a holiday. It is the most significant event yeah. in in all of human history f- following creation. Like yeah. those two, um, in, in the consequences of the resurrection are or everything. Yes. Um, it, I mean, Paul talks, this is what 1 Corinthians 15 is about, the chapter is about the gospel 
and then he ends with why why the resurrection is so important and and pastor was talking about that yesterday and he was saying like like you narrated back that um a life that does not embrace the resurrection is a life of vanity and he said it appears useless and meaningless and hopeless but i then appreciated that he even came back later to that and and said but nothing no life is useless yeah. or meaningless or hopeless to god and because of the resurrection we then he said we have a past we can deal with a present that we can live for and a future that that we can hope in and um, and he quoted in reference john ten ten. that says the thief comes to steal kill and to destroy but that he has come to give us life in life to the fullest or abundant life in that in the resurrection that's what he did romans talks about how the same power that raised christ from the dead it dwells in us lives yeah. in us that's incredible yeah that is incredible the gospel is is amazing yeah just thinking about the significance of the resurrection when you read through scripture you see incredible events yeah. You know, um, starting with creation and just the the epicness of that event. And then um, the, the desert wandering experience, the, the burning bush, the, the, the walking through the promised land, reclaiming Canaan and the wisdom of, of Solomon and the, the miracles of Elijah and Elisha and the, the prophets and then even the birth of Christ, mm -hmm. as miraculous as that was, is overshadowed by the gravity of the resurrection. It's it's like it's the most pivotal event in in any religion, in all of humanity, mm -hmm. in, in all of recorded and unrecorded history. Because mm -hmm. um, it it is such a defining moment when you embrace that as mm -hmm. truth. It changes the entire trajectory of your life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think it changed the entire trajectory of history. Yeah. Like yeah. the world pivoted on that day. Yeah. Uh, and it was the reclaiming yeah. of creation. Yeah. It was reclaiming, not just humanity. I think it's the reclaiming of everything that was broken mm -hmm. when sin entered the, the world because it was it, it was reorienting humanity that was given dominion over the world and it was reorienting them to God mm -hmm. in in that moment of resurrection yeah this what you're saying makes me think of colossians chapter 1 in verse 15, it says, Christ is the visible image of the invisible God. He existed before God made anything at all and is supreme over all creation. And he goes on to say in 16, Christ is the one through whom God created everything in heaven and earth. He made the things we can see and the things we can't see, kings, kingdoms, rulers, and authorities. Everything has been created through him and for him. He existed before everything else began and he holds all things together uh, and it's just incredible because 
he holds he holds it all together. Yep. Christ does. And yeah. he died and then he rose again. Yeah. And that has consequences on our life. And if it doesn't have consequences on our life, then I think we're not we're not understanding it. And I don't mean that as an accusation or an insult, but it's it's like I don't know if you were sentenced to life in prison and then you were set free and then we walked around saying, Oh, nothing's changed much. Right. Um, but but Pastor explained how how we can go from feeling useless and meaningless and hopeless to victory, purpose, and passion. And and if we're not feeling that, if we're feeling stuck in the vanity, everything is meaningless side of things, we can move over to victory. And if we're not sensing that change, we don't have to feel condemned. We just have to come back to the word of God mm-hmm. and spend time in Colossians, spend time in in 1 Corinthians 15, spend time in the end of all the Gospels reading about the death and resurrection of Christ because the the question I think that Pastor asked yesterday was something along the lines of what, or on Sunday, what kind of life are we living? Um, And in that, that matters. Jesus matters to our every moment. Mm-hmm. The gospel, praying the kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven, affects how we put our kids to bed, how we go to work, how we act at the grocery store. Um, yep. It's funny that you use the phrase that kingdom come as, as I, I often find myself thinking in, if I really believe thy kingdom come, thy will be done, how am I, do my actions line up with that? Mm-hmm. Do, I, do I really believe thy kingdom come, thy will be done? Mm-hmm. And even the, the question that he asked, you know, what kind of life are you living? When you line, when you put that up against um, the resurrection, does your... Does your life that you're living reflect an embracing of that or not? Because mm-hmm. you can say, I I surrender my life to Christ. I, mm-hmm. I recognize him as Lord. But if the life you're living doesn't reflect that, what, what do you need to surrender to get that to line up? And are you really embracing it? Mm-hmm. Or are you just kind of paying it lip service. Mm-hmm. You know, because scripture, Jesus says, you know, in the end, there will be those who say, Lord, Lord, I did these things in your name. Mm-hmm. And he'll still say, depart from me. I never knew you. Mm-hmm. Those are the people that didn't fully embrace. Like the knowing. Yeah. 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 A question I, I'm thinking about is, is how you talked about surrendering and and how does the resurrection impact like why why does it practically impact our daily lives and 
I, I think the verse that I read in Colossians before saying that Christ is the one who holds all things together, that he, he created all things and he holds them all together. He created you, he created your family, he created your co-workers, he created the earth that we drive and walk across, he created the air that we breathe, the seeds for the plants that we eat. Um, and, and then Ephesians says he created us in advance for the good works that we do. And that's not just, you know, on Sundays when we do ministry at church, there's good works that he has for us to do out of obedience to him all the time. And that's loving our neighbor that lives with us or loving the neighbor that we don't know. And loving yeah. the neighbor on the other side of the world that we can pray for and give money to so they can hear the gospel or they can be set free from slavery. Um, and, and, then, and then Colossians 3 also says that whatever we do in word or deed, do it all for the glory of the Lord. And so whatever we're doing, like literally whatever we're doing, if we are scrubbing toilets or folding laundry yeah. or talking on the phone to a client um, that can be done in a heart of worship for the Lord. And we can, we can be thankful for what he's given us, thankful for the work he's given us. We can be um, seeing the person that we're talking to. Uh, maybe it's a difficult work meeting, but that person is loved by God. Jesus died on the cross for that person. Our children who are, um, perhaps they are, not pleasant to us at the moment mm -hmm. in their choices they they are made in the image of god and are image bearers of christ um just like everything that we do if, if we're students our our homework that is the good work that god has given us for that day can be worship to god and and not only can those be worship to god but in those he gives us abundant life because of the resurrection the gospel is so good. God is so good to us that it is, um, it's mind-blowing to think about. Um, mm -hmm. I'm really thankful. First Corinthians fifteen fifty-eight. it says, uh, So my dear brothers and sisters, be strong and steady. That reminds me of <laughs> something that we're studying this year in yeah. yep. uh, Joshua 1, right? Be strong, strong and courageous. courageous. So here in 1 Corinthians again, he says, Be strong and steady, always enthusiastic about the Lord's work, for you know that nothing you do for the Lord is ever useless. And, and then we partner that with, with Colossians 3, um, that any, everything we can do, can, we can do for the glory of God. So no, nothing that we're doing is is meaningless or useless if we choose to surrender that to the Lord. Uh, I read this this post, this blog post that an author wrote after a reflection on the Good Friday service just last weekend that he went to with his kids and they were running late and his mom was sick and he had the kids and they were all kind of flustered and they rushed into church and then the church announced they were doing a foot washing service and he was like oh gosh <laughs> and um and so it took him a, a while but then as he was reflecting on it 
he, he said he really realized that that is so much of what we do. It, like washing feet is a very, is a daily thing. It's a very kind of like a, just a very daily, not fancy yeah. serving the Lord thing. Yep. Like our, and uh, in, in that, in that moment, he saw that the Lord was saying so many of the things that we do to serve him are so very daily. daily. Yeah. And in that, that that act that Jesus modeled to us, you know, can care can carry us forward with purpose, yeah, and that's yeah. what Pastor talked about: living with purpose and passion and victory. Yeah, and mm-hmm. bringing Christ with you. Yeah, uh, in those events, because it's easy to get into the the grind of the day and mm-hmm. just get up, brush my teeth, punch the clock, whatever. Right. But when you Remember that Christ is with you in those moments. Mm-hmm. That's that's what makes those moments mm-hmm. special and holy and how they can have a significance and eternal impact for those around you. Mm-hmm. When you usher in the Holy Spirit into those conversations, those moments that you could just punch through, mm-hmm. but he's in those moments mm-hmm. as much as worship services. Yeah. As he's with us he's in us Mm -hmm. as we live and move and have our being Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. he is living and moving and being in us Mm -hmm. yeah good Uh, i'd like to end just with this verse second corinthians 13 13 the last verse in the book may the grace of our lord jesus christ the love of god and the fellowship of the holy spirit be with you all amen amen thank you for joining us today For more information, visit us at BethelChristian-MI.org or find us on social media. To stay updated on upcoming episodes, please consider subscribing to the podcast. We pray you will be empowered to live, learn, love, and lead in the power and love of Christ.